Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the connections to get it done. Here's your host, Dick Crawford. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Eyes West. This is Dick Crawford, and today's introduction was from one half of today's guest. That was Brad Folk, and he is with the Bob Woke and Brad Folk, the Bob and Brad team from Austin and Central Texas. I have trained with these gentlemen in the same network for many years, and we have a very similar approach to the real estate business. That is exactly why I trust them implicitly. Today's episode is a wonderful opportunity to get to know them and the area that they serve. If you would like a formal introduction to Bob and Brad, simply contact me or your local agent, and we will hook you up and certainly stay in contact. As a quick side note, when searching for the Eyes West podcast, use all one word, Eyes West. So thank you for, for being on the program today, uh, Brad and Bob. How are you guys doing? Great. Yep, we're doing well. Dick, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's good to have you with us. Let's start with your work. Take 30 seconds here. Where are you guys in your real estate career today? Yeah, so um, Bob and I work together. We're father and son team, and i um, so lucky to be able to have such a great mentor in, in Bob. You know, Bob's been doing real estate for a long, long time, and in this area, particularly in Austin, Texas, and the surrounding areas for 20-plus years. And uh, so he's an expert in the area for sure. And so for the last four years, I've been kind of doing the hustle here and trying to learn as much as I can from you guys, from Dick, from you included, from the Bethany method that we're all trained in. And we just um, we've we've just been real real busy and real real productive during this time, um, and this area is just you know booming. So we uh, we we make a good team, the two of us. Energy and expertise—that's a good a good combination to have. Yeah, exactly. it really is. Let's get a brief profile on how you two work. What's your approach to the business of real estate? Yeah, so like I said, you know, um, Bob being the expert. Um, negotiator and Bob is, is very effective with his contract negotiations and the details of any transaction as, as it comes to real estate. I um, am a lot of the face of the business. I do a lot of the meetings, um, the, the, the consults um, in, the, in the front end and then um, do a lot of the home you know, previewing and uh, running around, um, you know, just staying real active out in the community. Um, a lot of the lead generation and so forth. And then when it gets down to the rubber to hit the road, um, we're really proud to have Bob step in on some of that, and he um, knocks it out of the park. You know, in this, in this market that we have, um, we're, we're just about the, the perfect duo. Um, we, we definitely have um, <clears throat> complementary um, heritage profiles, as you know. You know, we, we've both taken the heritage profile, and so we know that Bob's a pragmatic, you know, for sure. And I'm more of, a, of an outgoing um, face people person. And so the two of us working together is, is really great. And I think our, our clients really appreciate that. You know, they really get to know me and I, I really get to know them. And then when it comes down to the hard questions throughout a transaction, and, and in many cases it will be multiple offer situation in the current climate we have here, um, Bob is just um, just comes in and, like I said, he's just really focused on, on making sure that our clients get the best help they can. Excellent. And while you're helping them, you're wearing a bunch of different hats, and Bob mentioned one of them there, or you mentioned one about Bob. Describe uh, your favorite hats to wear as an individual. Uh, Bob, what's your favorite? Brad, what's your favorite hat? Um, mine, mine is... Um 
is actually the contract negotiation part. I'm very good at that. I train that in our office, which has right now over 900 agents. Um, so that's mine. Very good, Brad. Yeah, yeah, and and mine, you know, is 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 the enthusiasm and the smile on your face and the be there in a minute. Um, and I love that hat. It suits my profile very well. I'm a rapid. And so I like to I like it when I get a call and says, Hey, can you be here in an hour or can you be here in twenty minutes? You know, I, I, I really like that about it. So I'm ready you know, I can I always joke with Bob, I can I can go from bed pants to out the door in ten minutes. <laughs> that's that's important during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's important. It's important to let your clients know that you're there for them, and that, and that, you know, we we do what we need to do for our clients. You know, and and a lot of times, you know, you know how it is, Dick. I mean, people are so different, and it takes it takes a variety of 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 personalities to kind of hit people on their level. You know, whether they're you know an engineering mind or if they're a creative type or however that is, we have that covered within the two of us. And our assistant too is a great help. That pretty much addresses my next question that I always ask is, how do you help your, your clients feel comfortable and engaged? And it sounds like that, uh, that Johnny-on-the-spot attitude is one big way to help them feel comfortable. Is there anything else? Yeah, it just feels really good. You know, when, 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 when we do get in those sticky situations in a real estate transaction, you know, where you want, you know, when Bob calls often when, you know, if it's a listing agent that we're calling or a buyer's representative, uh, represent to we we you know bob is um bob is like he's just a he's um he's somebody that we can really quickly trust in his knowledge of the of the details and and he knows a lot of the history and often he'll know the he'll know the agent on the other side of the transaction so um it's it's not unusual for for agents to say hey bob you know can you give me some advice about this, you know, sometimes Bob ends up, you know, mentoring the other agent um, because, you know, that's just because he's just really good. You know, he has an MBA from St. Louis, um, and uh, so he's been working in the banking and, and real estate for his whole life, you know, and so he's just he's really good at that. And so I think, in general, that gives people a real sense of security when they know that they're talking to somebody that's that's new that has an, an enthusiasm, but then when it really, like I said, when it really comes down to it, we have a, a really seasoned professional in our, in our camp here. Dick, I've got to tell you, when Brad and I have uh, our initial buyer's consultations, we always try to do that, always try to do that together. And it's very, very evident that the clients are attracted to either Brad or myself be. Uh, just right off the bat because of the personality style. And uh, so we really, really can uh, compound that because we're, no matter what they are like, we've got somebody that's like them. That's a great way to put it. That really helps somebody feel comfortable in the process and with the, with the, the team at hand. And I like the yep. word that, that Brad used, too, is, is the security issue. It's one thing to feel comfortable, but it's quite another to feel secure. So good. Mm -hmm. sounds, like you, sounds like you've got it covered. You're a couple of bookends. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. As a brief preface to the conversation today, give me three quick things you want our listeners to learn and remember from the program. If I can narrow it down to three big things that, that I'd love the listener to understand about Austin, Texas, 
um, is is many people, you know, we deal with a lot of incoming buyers, right, from out of town. And I kind of think that's kind of the premise of some of your podcasts here is like, the, you know, the migration of people and, and how they move around the country, you know, whether no matter where it is. But Austin has been, for the last eight years, has been the absolute number one um, population growth in the country. So people are coming here, and it's the reason why often it seems like is because of our um, we don't have any state or local income tax, and it's very it's 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 very friendly financially to to work and to, to own businesses here. Um, and uh, not only that, you know, Austin has been you know number one on the list of favorite places to live in general. Um, for years and years, um, it's just that's it's a magic place. It really is a special city, um, and so people really need to know that when they when they're when they're thinking about moving to Austin, Texas, you know, everybody knows that it's such a great place to live, and the the quality of life here is amazing. Um, the third thing is is that um, you know the, the the growing populations. You know, you have a lot of new job growth here. There's a lot of our, our you know, our unemployment's historically low. We have a great, we're very resilient to, to the market, um, the greater kind of ups and downs of the of the general real estate industry. We've always been very steady climb um, with with our investments here. And so, you know, it's a it's a very secure bet when you're coming to Austin, Texas, that, you know, with time, your your property is going to um, appreciate. Um, and, 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 and we have plenty of historical data that, 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 that provides that. It's great. That's another form of security. Very good. Now, yeah. now, if I'm looking at the map, how do you describe the geographic area you serve? Right, right. So, you know, I'd be really surprised, and I, and I guess maybe <laughs> I, I need to think about this more often, but Austin, Texas is such a star in, 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 the, in the country's um, map. So I feel like, but, but basically, if you're not familiar with central Texas, you know, we're kind of, we're south of Dallas, you know, we're east of San Antonio, and then we're north of Houston. So we're kind of in the pocket of this great area. You know, we serve Austin particularly. And then there's, there's these townships that are outside of Austin, particularly Georgetown to the north is kind of our limit to the north. It's about an hour from downtown Austin, um, south to kind of San Marcos, um, which is a beautiful college town. And then um, west, our, our limits are kind of Marble Falls. And then our east would be to Elgin, which is a little country town out there that's growing rapidly. And all these, all these towns, you know, year over year, the growth um, can, can even be bigger than, than Austin just because of, of the overflow. You know, we're talking about over 100 people a day that are moving here. And so, you know, those particular areas a lot of times are in the price range where where people can can afford that, that. and so these areas around Austin are also growing very rapidly, um, and, and kind of as a as a result of um, all the businesses and the growth here. What's the area like? What can one expect in terms of geography or or the vibe of the area? Yeah, right, right. So so Austin, wow, it's a, it's a, Austin's a beautiful city. And um, so, you know, and, and many people that come from the West, you know, particularly California and, and Portland and Seattle, you know, they fall in love with, with, the, with the West side of Austin because it's, it's hill country there. And so they, when they get here, they're like, man, this reminds me of California. And, but it's got, you know, huge swaths of free space of Greenland and, and hill country. Um, but we also have beautiful lakes here. We have the Colorado River that runs right through town. Um, and so, you know, to the east is kind of like East Texas, like a really cool, vibey, um, kind of like um, 
cowboy kind of vibe out there. It's it's really cool. And then um, and then in general, you know, it takes maybe a year or two to really get uh, what I feel to really get the, the vibe of Austin because it's got the most special entrepreneur um, spirit about it. It's it the, the the spirit here is just it's it's contagious. You know, and people that move here, you know, you think that when people come from out of out of, out of town or something, you have so many that they would bring their own culture here. But I think what ends up happening, you know, like the first thing I noticed years ago from being here is, is that, you know, when you've got trying to get down the highway somewhere, people let you in. And no matter where you're from, if you're from New York or if you're from Seattle, you're, people let you in long enough, you're going to start letting people in. And so it's a contagious culture. And so after about a couple of years, you're an Austinite. And, you're, you, you know, we have a lot of sunshiny days here. As a matter of fact, today it's like 76 degrees outside. You know, here we are on December 23rd. And so it's, it's, a, it's a fabulous place. It's a very smart place. It's very tech savvy. It's very kind, you know. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's got, you know, it's the music capital of the world, like they say. So it's, it's got it all, you know. I mean, we're really, we're really lucky to be, to be here. Um, it's a very lovely place to, to be. Um, and just looks like from all the projections, that things are going to continue up uh, in, in Central Texas to grow like they have been. So we're excited. We're excited to have people here, and, and people are welcoming to other people. From, and, and frankly, a lot of there are, there are a lot of people from that aren't from here that are here. So it's a really nice place to live. And it has a contagious culture. That's a great phrase. So what are some of the popular activities during the year in that contagious culture? What 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 are people right. doing? But it's funny because, you know, people that move here to Texas, you know, the first thing they want to get is a pair of boots and a, and a cowboy hat, and they want to learn how to two-step. <laughs> um, the, the music here, you know, you just, you just feel like it's just the rite of passage. When you're in Texas, you've got to have a pair of boots, and it's true because you, if, even if you've never two-stepped or danced ever before or been in a dance hall, the first time, it, it, will, it will grab you. It is so fun, and it's not you know, it's not super um, aerobic. It's not. It's not super athletic dance. It's just a really classy kind of easy two-stepping dance. To wonderful, clean, beautiful music. So a lot of the activities throughout Austin have kind of developed from from the '60s and '70s when kind of the hippies were here. And um, so we have things like Barton Springs, um, the hot the hot springs there, which is a which is a huge pool of natural water that's that's warm. And um, and it creates and so along the edge of this thing, there's just people sitting there might be playing didgeridoos or guitars, and you have this very kind of like bohemian vibe there, and it's steams coming up off the hot springs, and it's just a really cool place to be, and you just it's 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 out of this world, and so a lot of this a lot of the culture here is developed like this laid back, um, you know culture, and so a lot of the activities kind of mirror that. So we have you know. We have big dog events where they have dog fashion shows or there'll be, you know, big concerts. You know, we have, um, you know, some of the biggest dance halls, um, the oldest dance halls in Texas here, these places that are just museums in historic areas. You know, we have great, we have great art museum with the Blanton Art Museum. It's a, it's a fabulous modern art museum. So we, you know, we kind of get it covered here, man. I mean, it's, it's a really great place to be. So, yeah, every year there's these big things. There's, there's Austin City Limits. There's South by Southwest. And the list just goes on and on. Yes, Austin is very well known for its big events uh, that draw people from all over the world. Tell me one thing you love about your city and why. You've touched on a lot of things here. Narrow it down yeah. to one. Why do you love Austin? 
You know, I think it's because people are active in a, in a positive direction here. People aren't depressed here. They're not angry here. When they move here and they live here, they're happy people here. Not to say that we don't have small issues like every big city does. Of course, we're at 2 million people here, and it's likely to be 3 million by the time 2030 comes here. But people are happy here. People are smiling. They're active. They're in shape. They're out doing things outside. Here it is, you know, 76 degrees in December. We play golf in December. You know, it's like people are happy here. They find people that are like-minded. People are actively happy here. Actively happy, and it's a contagious culture, so it just feeds on itself. Uh, that's, it does. It's a great place to raise kids. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, that, that's a great way to paint the picture, too, because I think uh, everybody in their own way wants, wants to be happy, and if they're surrounded by it, then it's a lot easier to get there. What's the reason that people are, re- are relocating to Austin? I mean, again, you've kind of mentioned a whole bunch of things. Can you put it down to a, a quick, succinct answer as to why people are attracted to Austin? Yeah, Bob, what do you think? Well, uh, two things. One, jobs. We have a huge tech community that brings people in. Uh, and number two, they, um, our tax situation here and uh, our restrictions are much less than the West Coast or the East Coast. So that's, that's always been why people have been coming here. And now, now so recently, we're seeing a definite uptick. Even though we've always been busy, we're seeing more folks come in. And that is a good uh, little profile, in my view, looking from, from the outside in. That's kind of a little profile of Texas in general, a little bit looser and a little bit more um, engaging in terms of let's get things done. That's enticing, if you will. And, of course, uh, if you're happy while you're doing it, then that's even better. Now, what, what about the employment outlook? Uh, Brad touched on that. There's been a lot of growth recently. Uh, what about the employment outlook, and who are the biggest employers? Apple already has a $1, a $1 billion facility here. And they are in the process of adding adding a second one, a second one one billion dollar facility. Tesla is building I don't know how many billion it is uh, a factory here that's that's going to make the trucks and then eventually the automobiles. Uh, Samsung has a four billion dollar plant here that makes the chips that are in all of our phones. That those are the major ones. Oh, Oracle just not announced they're moving their world headquarters here to Austin. So it just continues. Every day, or not every day, but maybe every week, you hear of another major company that's, that's moving their, their headquarters to Austin. And all other ones are moving to Texas, too. So, I mean, it's just a major, major growth. And that has been going on for a while, but it does seem to be gaining a little momentum here. And... Texas in general, and certainly Austin, has a growing reputation for attracting world-class, world-class companies and therefore world-class talent. So good, it's feeding on itself. It sounds like you have a pretty good mix for, uh, for new people in terms of retirees, professionals, families, you know, affordable housing, good employment, a vast array of employment, vast array of things to do. That's pretty much the picture we're dealing with, is that right? Absolutely. People do come here to retire. We've got a massive 10,000 single-family home development up in Georgetown that 
it's been there for a long time, and it's uh, Sun City, Dell Webb, Pulte Homes development. So a lot of the seniors that come end up up there. So there's a very good opportunity for, for retirement uh, amongst all of that activity that's going on. And that's what retirees like. You know, it's, it's no longer just uh, playing golf six, seven days a week. It, people are much more um, diverse in their activities these days. How can new residents get involved in the community? You know, beyond the, the Rotary Club and things like that, what's, what's one way to get involved in the community? Dick, we've got all kinds of volunteer opportunities here, but probably the largest is a festival that takes place in the spring, and it's called the South by Southwest Festival. And we probably have, believe it or not, 300,000 guests come into town for 10 days, or parts of 10 days, and South by Southwest covers film, and there's new, new film releases, internet, and also music, which is what it started with. They have, of course, it's a large organization, and they have full-time, year-long, year, year-long full-time employees, but they probably hire or take, not hire, but thousands of area volunteers to help keep that program organized and together. That's amazing. It's just uh, very similar to something like the Rose Parade or, or the probably the Boston Marathon, where you just it runs on volunteers. So it's a big event, yep. and it sounds like uh, you need a whole bunch of people, and that's that's just one. So good to know. Let's uh, let's talk for a minute about growth. How are regional services keeping up with those 100 people a day who keep uh, keep moving in? There's obviously restaurants and stores, even, even during this last year, are still expanding and growing. Um, we're adding new infrastructure and roads all the time. They're doing their best to keep up. People that come here from, say, Los Angeles are thrilled by the lack of traffic, not just during COVID, but all of the time, because they know what it can be like there. Yes. We're always building new hospitals. They're not going up as quick as 7-Elevens, but they're going up pretty darn quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just love our airport. I have traveled all over the country. I've been to 48 states. I for lose track of how many airports. And our airport is my favorite by far. That's just not because I'm a local guy here now. It's just very easy to use. It's beautiful. It's relaxing. Austin just passed a couple billion dollar bond issue that's going to expand our light rail system. And of course, the schools and parks, uh, those are being added as fast. There's, they're always adding on to the schools or building new schools to handle the, handle the growth. Okay. You got it covered. That, uh, that's encouraging because so many places who are experiencing that type of growth have some real growing pains. Uh, so that's, that's encouraging to know because people uh, don't want to get into a situation where one thing's really good and something else is just abysmal. Now, we can, we can Google the cost of living comparisons. Uh, you know, what's it like in this category and that category? But one thing I like to ask as a touchstone is, what's the, what's the cost of a gallon of regular gas? And, and be nice, okay? <laughs> be nice. I'm from California. 
I looked it up earlier too, and and because I didn't know, you know, it's like um, you know, you fill up all the time, and you kind of pay attention, and they move them back and forth. But the average right now is a dollar sixty-eight a gallon, and of oh. course that's that's liable to move back and forth. But you know, we're pretty close to the oil down here, Dick. You know. Yeah, yeah. Don't remind me. That's just amazing. That's the lowest. I've done thirty of these podcasts. That's the lowest price per gallon I've heard yet. That's just that's like. <laughs> That's like a fifty percent discount from from Southern California. So let's let's just leave it there. I don't want to get depressed. How about how about property taxes? They're a big deal in California. We we have all kinds of different ways to tax ourselves here. So tell me about property taxes in Texas. We don't have all kinds of ways to tax people here, but the way the government exists is on the real estate property taxes. And people coming in from places like California that have low real estate taxes are kind of shocked when they come here until they realize there aren't all the other taxes. Um, residential taxes on a home are about 2 to 3% of the value of the home. So a $500,000 home, the taxes are going to be between ten to $15,000 a year. And that's shocking at first until they realize all the other taxes aren't here. Correct. So you have to look at it from a total standpoint. Exactly. In Southern California, from L.A. down to San Diego along the coast and, and somewhat inland, we'll have average home prices anywhere from $700,000 average to over a million dollar average. Give me what your median or average home price is and maybe what that gets you. The area-wide median price is uh, right around 400000 right now. But there's an extreme range there, uh, depending upon whether you're close to the center of town or if you're up in one of the outlying areas. To give you an example of a couple homes we've sold in the last few months, we sold a 1,000-square-foot home on a 5,000-square-foot lot in close to the center of town in the real hot area or $600 a square foot. You can go downtown to one of the high-rise condos and get easily above 1,000. On the other hand, we recently have had several clients buy in the South Georgetown, North Round Rock area, buy brand-new homes, maybe around 2,000 square feet, and those were priced maybe at 170, 180 per square foot. So the prices told really varied depending upon what you're looking for. Well, we always say location, 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 right? You just gave a really good example of that. If you're close in town, a smaller home on a smaller lot is going to cost you more than a bigger home on a bigger lot, um, a little bit removed from the center of town. So there's choices to be made, but the good message there is that overall, your prices compare very, very well to the same product in other cities. What about new construction? Is it meeting demand with you know for those 100 people a day? They're trying, but... Um, <laughs> Get an A for effort? There is not any new construction inventory. They might have one that's been started a month ago, but most of the time you buy it, you know, and it's dirt, and your new home will be ready in five months. So you've got a tough time meeting demand like many parts of the area, and the affordability is being hurt a little bit because of the price of lumber, which everybody is experiencing. 
how can you help an out-of-town buyer with new construction? You know, they're they're still out of town. They're waiting for their house to be built. How can you give them a hand with that process? Yeah, well, I think that um, in general, you know, you know, some people they are fine with just you know keeping kind of in contact with the builder and um, and their representative. Clearly, we're always looped into that. And and when there are questions, you know, again back to Bob, we generally, um, you know, we've been here long enough where we have our favorite builders um, and and ones that we know personally. Um, and so that helps a lot. You know, when you're calling somebody that you've done five or six deals with this year, they, they have a tendency to treat you a little nicer. As a matter of fact, we were up in in, in Wolf Ranch in Georgetown, which is right north of, of, of Austin, you know, and I was I was walking these people in to go through their contract with the, with the rep there, and they had a big present for us. They had a big box, and it was all dialed up and, and beautiful, and they, we walked in and said, hey, Brad, you know, hey, give this to you and Bob. This is your this is for you guys. Thanks for all the great business this year, and it was a little bit offsetting for me because uh, you know I just um, I wasn't expecting that and and I and I you know it was a little bit odd that here these people are in from California and and all of a sudden we're getting presents from the builders but but I think you know in general <clears throat> that just goes to show that relationships are, are at the center of any good service and so we just like people refer us because they know we do a fantastic job for them we're likely to do the same for the builders. And so we call these people on a first-name basis. So that, that goes a long way to making sure that our clients, particularly the Bob and Brad team clients, are taken care of really well. And then, yeah, we, you know, with the advent of the FaceTime and, and we pop up there and, and do some quick video with them and, um, and answer all their questions. You know, the one thing on, on a side note that's kind of interesting, you know, <clears throat> one of the reps um, started to mention they've all just been pressed to the, to the absolute end of their, of their resources for, for getting these homes out as quick as they can because they have such an influx of people. Well, they started to talk about maybe going to do some multiple offers on new builds. Now, this isn't something that we've seen, but this was something that, that this one rep said, yeah, we're, we're starting to do this, or it's a lottery situation where they put your name on a list and they just pick it out. If you're pre-qualified, you don't have to go through their qualification um, process. That's why it's important to have a realtor that, that knows people and that's been here that has a reputation because that goes a long way with builders. And so, yeah, so we, we, we do pretty well with, with making sure that our, our clients are getting to the top with the multiple offer situation, whether it's new builds or, or resales, either way. So well, let me dovetail on that for a quick little funny story. I was up with this home builder, and these people signed the contract to have their home built. And so they went out to their car, and the home builder called me back and gave me this expensive bottle of champagne. So here I go walking out of their office carrying this expensive bottle of champagne, but the buyers are standing there. So I just handed it to them and said, here, this is for you. They forgot to give it to you while you were inside. <laughs> That's smart, but I didn't sign off on that, Bob. You know, Bob doesn't drink at all, but... Uh... <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't involved with that transaction there. You didn't I, I consult with your, next time. You, yeah, you didn't consult with your partner on that one, Bob. That's right. One other That's quick right. other thing, Dick. We have had two people this year, three people. They all happen to be from California. Buy homes, existing homes, sight unseen. It's all done by FaceTime. And, of course, the street view and all the photos online. They close remotely, and the first time they see their home is when they show up here in Austin to get their keys. That is a story that's being repeated in a lot of areas. In a city like Austin, you're attracting people who are more oriented towards tech, if you will, and in a competitive market, you're 
going to be dealing with some uncertainties about can we, you know, quote unquote, win this house. So people are taking measures to get the job done. And if they're okay with technology, that makes it even easier. Good to know that you're you're adjusting your methods to uh, to help that process because it's more and more becoming prevalent. Can a buyer find a rental for a few months before they buy? Well, you uh, let me just give one point here. Uh, we've got a guy coming in on January second. He's an investor also, so he's going to be buying two things, maybe an investment property and maybe a single family for him to live in. And he's staying here for 30 days. He's staying in Airbnbs, and he'll continue to do that if he finds one. To find a a lease less than 12 months is rare. They're just as crowded as anybody else, the rentals. Yes, understandable. And again, that, that's playing out in many cities as well, the same way. What are two or three things that an out-of-area buyer should consider when looking to buy in Austin? I think there's a couple things. Um, we try to tell people that, hey, you know, we're, this is a competitive market. So as much as, as, much as we can have ready to go, um, the, the better here. And so when, we, when, we see, when I go out and show houses and, and, and the client is ready, you know, it's like, I think this is the one, well, I call Bob and he's on it right away. You know, we get a, we get a, we get a pre-approval within 30 minutes. Within a couple hours, we have the offer out and into the hands of the listing agent. And we've talked to them. And uh, to be on that side of it, the buyer side, you know, it's just really important to have um, your ducks in line and also to be able to understand that you may – so Bob talked about that 1,000-square-foot that, that, um, Woodrow house in, in Crestview that was 600000 Well, that was listed at 530 They came in at $70,000 over asking price to take that house when we listed it. But then with the 8 to 10% – um, growth um, in equity every year, within a year, you've made that money back. So you, you kind of got to get people oriented towards the fact that, hey, we need to hit the ground running. We need to come in strong. We may need to, you know, waive the appraisal if that's necessary or, or find ways that, that we can be competitively superior than other offers. And then just be prepared to pay more because um, that's, that's what's going to get you your house. And, and you can tell people that. And until they kind of experience that, where it's like, you know, the, the house is all, you know, house is sold and you know, they put it up on a Thursday and by Sunday they're taking their last, best and final offers, um, that's, that's hard for some people to kind of get their mind around when they get here. So that's, those are a few of the big things is, is just to be super prepared to hit the ground running and to be, have all your ducks in a row um, and, and be pre-qualified with a local, um, really reputable lender here and just, um, you know, know that going into the process. That is excellent advice, Brad. It's the scout motto on steroids. Be super prepared. That is great advice. And we're going to leave it right there, gentlemen. I uh, just love spending time with all of you out there in agent land across the West. All those agents in our network are so good. And we, uh, we're just learning more and more about all these different areas that everyone represents. And today's call is no, no exception. So thank you very yeah. much for being on the program today. Uh, Bob and Brad, I really appreciate your time. Oh, we Dick, love you. Thanks Dick, a lot. And we, we miss you guys. I mean, we, we're used to seeing you so much, and, and, and we're really going to have a big hug when it all comes around, aren't we? 
We certainly are. I think uh, I think next gathering we have might end up being a super spreader event because we're not going to be able to keep our, <laughs> be our, you know, keep our hands off each other. Uh, yeah, but, a lot of hand sanitizer there. <laughs> well, definitely uh, today the, the pleasure was all mine, uh, Bob and Brad. You guys take care, be safe, have an excellent rest of the year, and have a beautiful beginning of 2021. Hey, you too, Dick. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Bob Wolk and Brad Folk, the Bob and Brad team from Austin and Central Texas. And you can tell they are experienced and energetic, a great combination, and very personable professionals ready to help you land on both feet in the Austin and Central Texas area. If you would like me to introduce you formally, please feel free to contact me or your local agent, and we'll, we will be happy to hook you up. And of course... Bob and Brad will be happy to consult with you. To understand the real value of using a realtor known to me and my colleagues, listen to the first episode of Eyes West. It's called the Eyes West Resource, and it's at the bottom of the list at number one. I make a few points in that talk, and the most important one is the value of relationships. When searching for Eyes West, be sure to enter it as one word, Eyes West. To learn a little bit more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate needs here in North Orange County, and I do have trustworthy colleagues throughout California who can help in areas outside my expertise. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, be good, be well, be safe.